Welcome to Our Happiest Place podcast, where the magic of Disney comes alive. I'm Evan. And I'm Robin. Join us on our enchanting journey through the world of Disney, where tales come to life, dreams soar higher than ever, and adventures await at every turn. Together, let's explore the wonder, the nostalgia, and the joy that Disney brings into our lives. From the classic tales to the latest adventures, we're diving deep into the magic, sharing our love for the parks, movies, and all things Disney. So grab your Mickey ears, sit back, and let the podcast begin. A journey into the heart of the most magical place on earth. Join us at our Happiest Place podcast, where the magic never ends. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hey everyone, welcome into another episode of our Happiest Place podcast. I'm Evan. And I'm Robin. And on today's episode, I think we're going to kind of just continue our conversation of our last trip that we sent, that we made to Disneyland. Yes, um, it was very recent, and it was our same trip that we actually did Sweethearts Night during. Um, however, we're going to mostly skip over Sweethearts Night because we did a full episode last week on Sweethearts Night. So look out for that if you wanted more details about our experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did spend two and a half days, I would say, at Disneyland this time. Yeah, so let's jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Our goal is to go through kind of the order we did things, talk about some highlights, talk about some food, just things we had a good time with. Yeah, absolutely. This was the first time that we used our magic keys to get into the park, which was kind of exciting. Yes, and they did check our driver's license mm-hmm. to make sure that it matched, but that was the only time they checked our driver's license. We weren't sure if that was going to be an every time thing. Or anything like that, but... Yeah, and it makes sense that it was the first time that they took our picture, so they'd want to make sure our driver's license matched up with the keys. Yes, it definitely did make sense. So, we started our adventure this time at California Adventure. And, as usual, we when we rope drop, we typically head straight to... Guardians? No, we head straight to Guardians, Mission Breakout. Yes, um, that is my favorite ride. In both parks, so I always request that we do it as much as possible, and rope dropping it is the best way to get through. So the rope drops at 8 o'clock. If you are unfamiliar with rope drop, if you are in the park, when it opens, there is like a an announcement with music, and then there's not normally an actual rope. There's like a tiny little thin rope, <laughs> but it's not that fancy. And then you just go into the ride from the rope drop. Yep. They have one person just kind of having you follow them to get in line for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think the most popular ride to rope drop is definitely Cars. Yeah. In California Adventure, it is definitely Cars. I believe that's because of the individual lightning lane that costs money. And of course, people who... They love cars or mostly people with kids. They don't want to pay a lot of money for their party to go onto cars. And so it makes sense that they want to get onto mm-hmm. cars with the least amount of weight. More on that as we talk about our days. Yes. Um, but we roped up Guardians that first day. It was a Thursday that we um, were there. And we roped up obviously at 8 when the park opened. When the park opened. And we were on Guardians riding at 8.20. Which, you know, that ride's typically at least 45 minutes to an hour or so. So 20 minutes, like, to get all the way through was great. Yeah, definitely worth it, in my opinion, to rope drop. Mm-hmm. 
uh, right there in Avengers Campus. Uh, you have Guardians, and then a little bit diagonal from there, you do have Web Slingers. Um, so we went straight from Guardians to Web Slingers. Yes. So we um, were on. We were in line for Spider Man at eight twenty seven, and we were on at eight thirty seven. So within about ten minutes, we were on, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I think the first lightning lane that we made was for Midway Mania. So I think we did that while we're in line for Guardians. Yes. Throughout our other trips, we kind of realized that Midway lightning lanes sell out fast. They run out of reservations for the times that we want. And we knew we wanted to get through as much as possible because we were going to go back to the hotel and take a nap before Sweetheart's Night. Mm -hmm. So we went on to Toy Story Midway Mania at nine o'clock using our lightning lane yep so at nine by nine o'clock that was the third attraction third ride that we did and it was the first one that we that we used for our lightning lane on which you know it's pretty efficient use of time yes i always feel like california adventure we're able to use our time more efficiently i feel like most people roped up disneyland and then they make their way into california adventure later on so that is nice for us, getting rides in as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. The one thing I was a little bit disappointed as as we were walking to Midway Mania from Avengers Campus, we happened to pass the bakery. And I'm like, you know, I could definitely go for some of that mother dough right now. Oh, yeah. The mother dough is so important to us. We have once rope dropped the mother dough. <laughs> um, if you don't know, it's a part of the bakery tour that they have in California Adventure and they have kind of some fun facts about their sourdough that they make and where it comes from, just random stuff about it. And they usually have someone there that's kind of passing out samples of the mother dough. Unfortunately, as we were passing, we decided to stop in and there was no samples to be had. Not yet, at least. Um, but after that, we went on Midway Mania. Then we grabbed a lightning lane for Incredicoaster. Yes, and we got onto Incredicoaster at 9.20, so yeah. pretty efficient use of time. I don't know about you, but I do really enjoy the whole Pixar Pier area, not just the attractions, but also just the whole ambiance of it. Like, I'm a huge Toy Story fan, so just kind of, it's not as good as a Toy Story land in Florida, but it kind of gives you that little bit of, it kind of gives you that feeling that, you know, you're part of that world which is really cool yes i think i prefer a few other worlds over pixar pier area however i also really like pixar pier area mm -hmm. we then made our way around the loop kind of of california adventure and we made our way to goofy's sky school and we did use a lightning lane on that at 9 40 yep uh this is one that we don't put a whole lot of stock into if we don't get to it in one of our trips. It's not the end of the world, uh, but just kind of coming out of Pixar Pier, kind of coming around the that back turn almost, if you will. It was on the way. It was a good lightning lane time, so we decided just to hop on it. It's a fun little ride, but definitely kind of hurts your back every once in a while. Yeah, it's like Matterhorn, but not as severe. <laughs> and then we made our way to Soaring. 
and it currently was soaring over the world. We're about to see a change for soaring over California, and we are going to be there for that, so I'm very excited. However, it was soaring over the world, and we did use a lightning lane for that at 10 a.m. Yep. Soren is one of my favorite attractions at California Adventure. I'm obviously more of a thrill ride person. However, this is just really cool, just how it's done with the smells and everything else. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite, more tame rides that I've been on. But do you prefer over California or over the world? So over the last probably two years, I've only been on Soren over California once. Um, the rest of the time it's been over the world, but I don't know. You just can't get over that like Fiji smell. It's so good. Very true. I mean, when we're there in just a few short weeks, we are going to go on soaring over California probably every day. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. That trip, we're going to have five days in Disney. I'm very, very excited. I don't know if we'll do Genie Plus for all of them, but for most of them, we will. Yeah, for at least four. Yes. I don't know about that fifth day, but that's okay. After Soren, I think we were kind of walking walking around, and then we made our way just kind of back up into Avengers Campus. Yes, we were going to have a lightning lane for Guardians that we had booked. Um, so we were making our way back through Avengers Campus, and we actually heard the Avengers music. And I was like, normally the music is like pretty good in this area, but it seemed like a little extra theatrical. And then we saw a show going on. Yeah, we saw Black Widow black panther and they were fighting tech taskmaster yeah they were they had some pretty cool stunts going on um they were climbing up part of the building or going down some of the building Mm -hmm. and there was like a little smoke bomb kind of thing yep i really liked when black panther kind of grinded his nails across the railing and the sparks shot up yeah they did a great job with special effects and it was a cool little show to walk by we had no idea what was going on that was at about ten twenty, in avengers campus mm-hmm. so like right after we did our soren walked right there saw the show and then we got on our lightning lane for guardians at ten twenty seven. and we got that's when we got in line we, we got up to the part where we were supposed to load into our elevator <laughs> however someone spilled popcorn and we did get on the ride at 11.10. Quote, unquote, spilled popcorn. That is what the cast members said. We we think that spilled, spilled your popcorn might mean something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we think somebody may have gotten sick in the elevator right before we got into it. Yes, we think so. And there was something else going on because another elevator closed down and they moved everyone into a different area so there were all kinds of things going on but we did get on that ride at eleven ten. so even for being a lightning lane that did take a little bit longer than what was typical but there were some external circumstances <laughs> yep um after that we started feeling a little bit hungry if you will uh one of the cool things that was happening while we were, we were in disneyland this year was one of the cool things that was happening while we were at Disneyland this time was the... Lunar New Year. It was the Lunar New Year event. Lots of cool food, lots of cool drinks. Um, and so we figured, why not you know go over there and try? One thing, we were so ready to buy those food passes. The Sip and Saver passes. Yeah. We were so ready to buy those Sip and Saver passes and... 
we read on some of the entrees, some of the fine print said sip and savor size entrees. And so what, what, when we were doing our calculations and our math, depending on how big these sip and savor entrees were, they really didn't seem like you were coming ahead when you bought the pass. So we decided against it and just buy everything kind of a la carte. I don't think we would have bought all of the items. We would have if we had that pass. But since we didn't have the pass, we did not end up purchasing enough items mm-hmm. to make up for the pass. However, I don't think the portion sizes were actually any different for the sip and saver passes. Yeah, not from what we were seeing. Um, it just kind of worried us when we first saw it on there. Yeah, maybe the drink sizes are different, but other than that, the food sizes weren't, which is what we were mostly worried about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that first piece of food that we got was the bao buns that they had. I think it was called the Kung Pao Bao. One thing I was kind of leery on, it came in this like little plastic container with like a lid and everything on it. Yeah, it didn't look like it was going to be that great. However... We did rate it a 7 out of 10. Um, It came with a sauce, and I really liked it with the sauce. Mm -hmm. And I think the sauce definitely uh, took it to the next level. We also, because we shared that, that wasn't enough food for both of us. So we did also get the lemongrass chicken dumplings, Mm. and we loved those. Yeah, I think overall we gave it an 8 out of 10, which is really good. Yes. We then, after eating, wanted to work out again, I guess. And we went on Web Slingers with a lightning lane at 11.44. (laughs) And when we say work out, it is just the motion of slinging the webs. Especially after going on Midway Mania, or Web Slingers first, and then Midway Mania, and then back to Web Slingers again. Yeah. Definitely, my arms felt like they had a workout after that. I mean, essentially, between our steps... We ended up getting about 36,000 steps that day. Um, So we definitely get our workouts in when we're there. But we did then park hop just because we could as magic key holders. (laughs) There was not a very good reason for us to park hop. And we'll explain why in a minute. But we did park hop just so we could go on pirates with a lightning lane. Mm Mm-hmm. Usually, um, I know Pirates in Florida has a lightning lane all the time, but as of right now, Haunted Mansion in California is down, so that's one main attraction that usually has a lightning lane that's not there anymore, so they decided to open one up for Pirates. Yeah, between Haunted Mansion and Splash Mountain, Mm -hmm. they decided to do that because that whole area was a little bleak. Yeah, that's fair. If you go to our TikTok, I did post a video on that it is the season of scaffolding right now. (laughs) And everywhere you go, there's some scaffolding because of the construction and also the refurbishment, which is very necessary. But it's also very funny how much scaffolding is everywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so we had a lunch that was booked at Magic Magic Key Terrace, of course, just because we're Magic Key holders, we had to go there. Um, but we went over to Disneyland just to go on Pirates, just to come back to California Adventure for our dining reservation. Yes, and I will say our we did get to our Magic Key Terrace reservation too early because we were very excited about it and we didn't have too much else going on. So we got too early and we were there at 1236. 
but they were not going to let us go up there until 12.55, which is very reasonable. So, we did watch the Mulan Celebration Cavalcade go through for the Lunar New Year. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, unexpected, but really cool. We had a great spot to just kind of stand there and watch the whole thing go through. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, Very cool. They told Mulan's story through different elements of it. The performers, the dancers, that costumes, everything. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. And the Magic Key Terrace didn't have a lot of great food options for us. So we ended up just getting a couple of adult beverages and a charcuterie board. Yes. Um, I would rate the charcuterie board an 8.5. It was enough for a decent snack for us to share, like a snacky lunch, mm-hmm. not a full-on lunch. Yeah. And, you know, we, we are going to Sweetheart's Night later on, so we're expecting to eat a ton when we go. And we did have those Lunar New Year snacks just a couple hours before. Mm-hmm. Um, but the char- yeah, the charcuterie board had a little bit of everything. It was really good. Yes. And, of course, it had a Magic Key logo on it, which I was very excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up with just a glass of red wine, just a red blend, which I rated as an eight. I got the Shipwreck cocktail, which I would give it about a six. It was pretty good, but not the best cocktail especially when i know there are better ones in california adventure Mm -hmm. and then the last thing that we did on that thursday before we went back to the hotel room to take a nap was our lightning lane for monsters inc yes and we were in line at 209 and we were on the ride by 219 so again that was a pretty quick turnaround for lightning lane yep again always do the lightning lane if you can Yes, and we were very excited to be staying at Grand Legacy at the park, which was just a nine-minute walk from the gates of Disneyland to our room. So we were able to get back very fast and rest up for Sweetheart's Night because we were going to be there the entire time. Mm -hmm. So we went back to the hotel. I think we took about a three-hour nap or so. Um, Then we came back into Disneyland. We got there a little bit earlier than what the Sweetheart's Night event was going. So we hopped in and we did a couple of rides there. We did, I want to say, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yes, we also had a lightning lane for Big Thunder. We went on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And we did have a lightning lane for Space Mountain as well. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, we went into all of our sweetheart's night stuff which again you can listen to on our previous podcast episode and then by the time we get back to the hotel i want to say it was probably 1 30 ish um to go to sleep and then of course you know we have to rope drop the next day too so we got maybe five and a half hours of sleep yes and on that friday we started off in disneyland and we were very excited to start off in disneyland because we love to start off with space mountain so we roped off Space Mountain, um, which was at 8 o'clock when park opens, and we got on at 8.23. So that was pretty good timing for Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were a little bit later that day than we typically are for rope, rope drop just because we were a little bit more exhausted. Um, so we were a little bit further back in the line. So by the time we got to Space Mountain, we're already a little bit further back, but again, 23 minutes for Space Mountain's not too bad at all. I was also moving a lot slower because I kind of 
had a sore muscle from a situation in Sweethearts Night where we had to very quickly move from one end of the park to the other end of the park. So if you'd like to hear that drama of (laughs) what caused me to hurt my leg, then go ahead and listen to the previous episode. Yep. And then right after Space Mountain... Um, we, like, as we were in line for Space Mountain, we booked a lightning lane for Indy, which again, very similar to, um, California Adventure and Midway Mania. It's one that if you don't get your lightning lane in early for Indy, it fills up really quick. And then you're kind of, if you want to do the lightning lane for it, you're waiting for a few hours before you can do anything else. Yeah. And we made pretty good time on that lightning lane. We scanned in at 836 and we were on the ride at 846 which is really good because the queue for Indy while it's great and it's very immersive sometimes even with the lightning lane it takes a while once you're getting in there it's at least a quarter of a mile long it's crazy and then I was hungry (laughs) and I was ready for a churro and a coke so I had a churro and a coke we shared the coke but I had the churro (laughs) and then we were walking in Batu. And we were just walking through. We didn't expect to do anything that crazy. We just wanted to walk through Batu. And while we were walking, a cast member for Rise of the Resistance was yelling, It's a walk-on. The time is wrong. Get on. And so we did. (laughs) And this is the first time I've actually been through the standby queue for Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Every time before, Evan wants to ride it and so we either buy the individual lightning lane or we had it from when we were on the star cruiser Mm -hmm. and so you know we thought this was our chance so we hopped in line we got in line at 903 and we were on at 917 from the beginning and obviously it's a very long ride i think it's about 22 minutes Mm -hmm. so we spent a big chunk of time on the ride but we did spend less time in the line than we did on the ride which is always fantastic yep absolutely and the, the queue for Rise of the Resistance, Resistance is great. Yeah. Just all the little details, having the pilot suits for the Resistance and, you know, just very high quality. Yeah, it's a very fun walkthrough. And they do incorporate some seating throughout the queue, which I would love to see moving forward. Any rides and queues incorporate some kind of seating or benches. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I don't think I've really seen too much seating. And this is just kind of like flat pieces of rock that were obviously meant for people to sit on. Um, So it was really cool that they kind of kept the aesthetics of it, but still had a place to sit. Definitely. We also went on Big Thunder while we were in that area at about 9.45. And then we went right to the Matterhorn and we used a (laughs) lightning lane at 9.58. Yeah, we went from mountain to mountain. Mountain to mountain, the way it should be. And we went to the Wishing Well to take some pictures and to just hang out in the fantasy land ambiance. And Captain Hook showed up. Yeah, he just walked. I think he was trying to get to Fantasyland, and that was like the quickest path. And so he just comes walking up behind us, and he's like, do you guys want to take some pictures with me? Well, he didn't say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that was that was <laughs> That the was vibe. the gist. <laughs> so, yeah, we just a random Captain, Captain Hook encounter. Yeah, that was very fun. We got some cute pictures with him. And we then were hungry and, well, Evan was mostly hungry. I didn't didn't have the churro earlier. Yeah, I had the churro and that was enough for me, but he only got a bite of my churro because it was my churro. 
he didn't want any or else I would have bought him his own churro. <laughs> and we went to Jolly Holiday and got the egg bacon croissant. Did you love it? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I think I gave it a seven and a half out of ten, which again is above average. Yeah, even my little bite I had was really good. You also got a specialty tea. Yep, specialty tea. I didn't like it, but that's not that surprising. <laughs> yeah, she's not a very big tea drinker. The weird part is she doesn't drink tea or coffee. No. Usually people are like one or the other, but you're just like no to both. Depending on the kind of tea, I like tea, but I didn't like that kind of tea. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was good. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Nice. And that day, we actually had a reservation for a tour called Walt's Main Street Story, which we're going to do an additional episode about because it was its own unique experience. So stay tuned for that mm -hmm. coming out soon. Yep, that, that one is a very cool story. And we also wanted to shout out Omar, who was our tour guide. I know we're going to do a whole episode on it, but he was fantastic and amazing. Mm -hmm. um, as soon as that tour was over, though, you know, it, we can't have a day at Disneyland without going to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Especially when we had just finished Walt's Main Street Story. We were all in the classic Disneyland feels. We wanted to go back to his classic classic character mick and min mm -hmm. and the cast member that was in there kind of guiding people through the movie theater area his name was stan dale and he was amazing he was incredible he was so much fun definitely the best cast member that i have seen in mickey minnie's runaway railway i have seen some cast members that are probably at the end of their shift and they're very tired <laughs> And I don't know if he was or not, but he had so much enthusiasm and yeah. obvious love for it all. Yeah, the night before when we when we rode the ride, that ca that cast member was probably the worst one that we've had. Yeah. Just no enthusiasm, just eh, the nonchalant, just everything. And then Standale the next day was incredible, just super excited, like into the story. And a little tip for you in the Disneyland app. If you click on the three lines at the top and then you scroll all the way down, you can actually do a cast member compliment. And if you know their name and their hometown or favorite character, you can shout them out by name or you can just shout them out by their department as well for a drop down list of compliments. Um, so we did do comp cast member compliments for Omar and cast member compliments for Standale when we did our lightning lane at 1245. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, we decided to walk the entire length of the park once again. This is just something we do, and that's how we end up with 36,000 steps when we go. Both days, by the way, we're about 36,000, 35,000 steps. <laughs> yeah, we did our lightning lane for pirates. We got on pirates at about 120. And then we did do a small nap because we were very, very tired. Very tired, and again, just a nine-minute walk to the hotel. I really liked staying at the Grand Legacy yeah. to the park. That was the closest that I've stayed. I have stayed a little bit closer. Mm -hmm. yeah. Normally, we're staying like around the corner, like probably 20- to 25-minute walk. Only having a nine-minute walk was really nice. Yeah, I don't know how we'll go back, although there are many hotels that we want to try out and review for you guys. And so we're excited to try out different hotels we've stayed at. 
Yeah. A number of hotels in the area that we'll talk about at some point. Mm-hmm. And I believe when we go in March, we're going to be staying at the closest that we've ever be- ever been. Definitely. Take a guess in the comments. It's on property. <laughs> um, after the nap, you know, nine minute walk back to Disneyland. I think we actually started going into California Adventure at this point. We did. We scanned it in California Adventure at about 320 because we were ready for some Lunar New Year snacks. Mm-hmm. We did have a dinner reservation, but we needed a snack. Yep. Um, so our first snack was the garlic noodles. Yes, we had them at about 3.30. The lines for all of the Lunar New Year food at this point, we don't know if it was because it was like a Friday and everyone was getting off of work. They were pretty crazy. Yes. Very crazy, honestly. But we did love the garlic noodles. We both gave it an eight. Mm-hmm. Which, again, that's a decent way above average at that point. Yes. And then we did a Midway Mania lightning lane at 3.50. Mm-hmm. Yep, we did the whole Pixar Pier, Midway Mania Lightning Lane, and Credit Coaster Lightning Lane at 425 right after that. And then as brand new Magic Key holders, <laughs> I am stalking the Magic Key Disneyland Instagram, and I get notifications, and they had just released the Stitch Straw Clip, and it had a Magic Key keychain attached to it. So... We did end up going to Schmoozies, and we did purchase the straw clip, which I love, and I'm using it every day now. Um, But in order to buy that straw clip, as a magic key holder, you also have to buy a beverage. (laughs) So we got the watermelon lemonade, which was pretty good. Yep. If I remember right, I think I liked it slightly more than you did. That sounds about right. I think it was like a seven and a seven and a half. Yeah, just about. And then... Evan had booked us a reservation at the Wine Country Restaurant in California Adventure because we had never eaten there. However, we didn't know when we booked the Magic Key Terrace that they were in the same place. However, (laughs) the menu was obviously different and we were there for dinner. Yep. Which 510 is probably a perfect time to eat dinner while you're in Disney or California Adventure because that's when the parks are at their most packed. So you can kind of you know, relax for a little bit, you know, let everybody else have their fun while, you know, you get some food. Yeah. Um, we did get some wines. We actually did the Flight of California wines, which I loved it. I thought it was pretty good. I gave it a seven. And I gave it an eight. So we were pretty, pretty close on that, pretty on par, but. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up eating the chicken parm, which by itself, just the chicken, I gave an eight. But as a whole plate with everything else that came with it, I gave it as an 8.5. Yeah, it had all of that pasta with the marinara sauce that I know you really like. Mm, yep. And then I had the salmon, which came with potatoes and like a cream sauce. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. I gave it a nine. Everywhere in Disney that I order salmon, or just in general, everywhere I order salmon, I'm never disappointed. So, (laughs) it's going to happen now. I'm going to be disappointed somewhere. However... Maybe you just really love salmon. I really love salmon. That is the truth. And then for dessert, we got a pistachio creme brulee. And if you guys have listened to our previous Sweethearts Night episode, 
you know how we thought about that Kremberley. This one we thought was going to be the same experience because it came in that same tart shell and there was it was not very burlaid on the top. However, the flavor was incredible. The flavor was good and the tart didn't detract from the actual flavor mm-hmm. of the creme brulee, unlike the Sweetheart's Night one, which you'll have to listen to. But the pistachio cream, we were very, very excited about. It was very good. 8.5. Yeah. So we very much enjoyed the dinner at Wine Country in California Adventure. And if you're a person who doesn't mind spending hour, hour and a half to sit down and have a nice meal... while you're in the park or your key holders and you plan to come back often then it's definitely worth it if you're a person who makes a trip out once every couple years maybe not for you just to maximize your time in the parks Mm -hmm. or if you're taking like a a week-long trip a five-day long trip you know definitely experience everything and that's one of the experiences i would highly recommend yes definitely uh right after that you know full bellies we decided to go on guardians Yep, we had a lightning lane. We got on at 6.35 because why not? Yep. We were making jokes that maybe we're going to... Spill our popcorn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nope, everything was fine. That was great. Um, after that, we decided to head back over to Disneyland. So we park hopped over and we made our way toward Galaxy's Edge. We both love Batu at night. It is just so beautiful with all of the spires lighting up and the lights in the shop marketplace area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how they kind of crisscross and everything. It's really cool. And Evan decided he wanted the full Batu experience that evening. Yep. So um, I've built my lightsaber. Robin's built her Robin's built her lightsaber. Um, But those are the old styles. And of course, there's four styles of lightsaber. So. I decided to build our third style, and I think the next time we go, Robin's going to build the fourth style. Yes. Um, so I decided to do the Peace and Justice style. Uh, it's kind of like the bronze with the gold accents um, with the new pieces. I think I like the old ones a little bit better, but it's still really cool. It's what I wanted to build the first time, but they were out of almost everything the first time I built my lightsaber. Yeah, that was rough, but that's okay. Yep. This one, I think, is really cool. I did it with the purple kyber crystal. Robin was there videotaping me the whole time. Yeah, at some point a video will come out about that, but I've been prioritizing <laughs> some other content. So did the whole Savvy's scrap metal lightsaber experience. Had Yoda talk to us. But of course, he couldn't stop at just a lightsaber. No, he needed the full with two experience. So what did that include? I also built a droid. Yeah, we took a trip to the droid depot and we picked him up, picked him up a buddy. Yeah. And so I've never built a droid before. So, I have. So this is my first time building a droid. Um, you know, really cool experience. You got to choose the type of droid you wanted between an R2 unit, a chopper style droid, and then like a BB unit. Um, you know, I, I love classic Star Wars. So, of course, I went with the R2 unit. I'm also not a fan of evil or like the bad guys, but I do like kind of like the hero to have like a dark past or um, just kind of like that whole narrative. I went with the white R unit with black accent. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, 
the headpiece that you chose, though, is a little different. Yes, they didn't have a white headpiece with the black accents. They had like an off-white or a silver, which it just didn't fit the rest of like the stark white base. So I didn't really like that. So the headpiece that I picked was transparent. Which is really cool. I wasn't sure when he was grabbing it all how I was feeling about it. We spent a very long time in Droid Depot. <laughs> but once it was all put together, it looks really cool. Yeah, I mean, we spent a lot of time in Droid Depot, but I also kind of feel like they were hurrying us along. They definitely were. And I like I feel like I almost missed a couple things because of that. Yeah, they didn't fully give us directions very well, but that's okay. Yeah, everything still got done. It was still a lot of fun. I have my buddy. Yes, what's his name? To be determined. Oh, uh, R2 be determined? <laughs> You're so funny. I know, I'm so funny. <laughs> but then he had a lightsaber and a droid, so guess what we had to do? Take a nine-minute walk. Take a nine-minute walk, drop everything off, take another nine-minute walk. Imagine my legs and my feet. <laughs> By the way, my shoes were cutting up my heels. I was I was in some rough shape, but it was worth it. <laughs> because we went back to Disneyland. And what did we do there? Yep. Went straight to Star Tours. Yes, we went on Star Tours at 9, 10, and then we went on Astro Blasters. Yep, kind of right next to each other. Typically, the lightning lanes for both of those are make it almost a walk-on at that point. You can just book it and walk right on. After... Astro Blasters, we kind of found our way closer to the Matterhorn to watch the projections slash fireworks show. Yeah, they just brought a new fireworks show, an old fireworks show back. And so the projections were really cool on the Matterhorn. And so we watched from there because it wasn't crazy packed like it was on Main Street. And we could still hear all of the music and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about the song choices during that fireworks show? It wasn't really my jam. I didn't like the song choices as much, but I had just come from watching the holiday fireworks special, which almost made me cry. So those are there were very different vibes, but it was more like a fun party, a beat instead of like emotional classic Disney, in my opinion. Nope, that's fair. And then after that, we got a our lightning lane for Indy at 10.05. And we left the park to go back to the hotel because we were very tired mm-hmm. at 10.40. And then Saturday was the day that we're leaving to come back home. So we weren't sure exactly how long we were going to stay for. Uh, we were able to book a reservation just, just so that way we can kind of scan in kind of hang out for a little bit before we left, uh, we decided to go into California Adventure. Yes. We got through parking at Pixar Pals pretty quick, by the way, compared to what I would have expected. So if you're a person that's ever going to park at the parking lots, we scanned into the parking lot at about 718, and we actually parked at 724, and then we were through security at 735, on the tram by 7.38, we were off the tram, 
at 7.40 and we were in line for rope drop at 7.50. So it all went very quickly, mm-hmm. which I know isn't normally the case, but this was a Saturday. Yep. So I'd take it. <laughs> um, yeah, Saturday, you know, get, get in the park uh, at 7.50 ready for rope drop. We decided to try and go for cars. Which we had done in the past on a previous trip. And then we were like, we're never going to do this again. And then we were like, you know what? When in Radiator Springs... We should not have tried to rope drop cars. No, we didn't move in the rope drop line for a pretty significant amount of time. We were, we, yeah. Yep. So pretty much we got like, you know, rope drops eight o'clock. We get to the cars attraction by like eight oh five. And then we just sit there until eight fifteen. Yeah. It was way too long of not moving. Um, so we decided to leave the cars line and head to Incredicoaster, which was literally a walk-on. So that was definitely our tip, is maybe go to Pixar Pier for your rope drop. Well, not everyone, but <laughs> you guys. We'll let you guys do it, but no one else. That's that's our secret. Yes, because we were, we were able to ride the Incredicoaster twice with almost no weight after we tried to rope drop cars. And then we walked on to Midway mania as well Mm -hmm. which was crazy like we did incredicoaster i think it was 817 was the first one and then we did a second one after that and then we were on midway at 830 so it all went very quick i could have rode incredicoaster all day but you know you can handle it (laughs) too much excitement too much excitement that's fair um after that we stopped by the um little shop that was on the top of uh, the the boardwalk of Pixar Pier and you found a Remy shirt that you really liked. Yeah, I had never seen it before. It's very cute. On the front it has like a little pocket-sized design. It doesn't have a pocket, but a pocket-sized design of Remy and Emil and then Remy made a little Eiffel Tower out of utensils. And then on the back it actually has Remy's recipe for ratatouille. So I bought it because I love ratatouille (laughs) the movie not the food i don't know if i've eaten the food but now i have the recipe so i'm actually gonna make it at some point i'm just gonna wear the shirt backwards or i'm gonna make (laughs) evan wear the shirt and then i'm gonna use him i don't want to stretch it out too much it would be fine and after that we decided to go get some bread and we did get some bread from the bread cart that opens at 10 o'clock we got a Mickey bread at 10.06. We yep. finally got our hands on the mother dough. Yep. And then we also got some samples on top of that. We did get some samples. <laughs> we forgot to mention that we actually got a chocolate sundae from Ghirardelli. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. It was a caramel sundae, not chocolate. Oh, yes. Very, very fair. It was so, so, so good. Nine point five. Yeah. The best thing. Like we always tip we always seem to skip Ghirardelli. And I don't think that we're gonna make that mistake anymore. No, we are not. It was a little pricey for one ice cream. However We shared. We shared and it was one of the best things I've ever had in my life. Yes. We also went into World of Disney. We went into the Grand Californian to take a look at their Lunar New Year decorations of the giant dragon. Um, And we then 
also went to Pim's test kitchen to eat some lunch before we were going to leave. I had the not-so-little chicken sandwich, which is a favorite of mine. And I had the masubi pretzel. I really enjoyed my pretzel. I also liked your pretzel. But your chicken was next level. Yeah, it was really good. I love my chicken. And the tater tots are so good. Mm -hmm. I'm not typically a tots person, but yeah, they were very good. We also got the Proton Punch, which was lemonade, berry puree, cherry flavor filled boba, like the popping boba. And then it had like a little grenadine filled pipette. Yeah, like a little like syringe almost so you kind of squeeze into the drink. I loved that drink. Yeah, it was very good. Non-alcoholic, but still very good. And I think after that, we kind of decided to call it a trip and start heading home, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, we did have to go back, but that's okay because yep. we did pack a lot into those few days. <laughs> yep, so we you know, we packed a lot. We also packed a lot of stuff to go home, including my lightsaber and droid. Yeah, they had to come home with us. The car was very full, and that's okay. <laughs> All right, guys, but though, until next time, we'll see you real soon. I'm Evan. And I'm Robin. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this magical journey through Disney. We hope you enjoyed the adventure as much as we did. Remember, your stories, thoughts, and Disney experiences matter to us. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a comment, share your favorite Disney memory, or suggest topics you'd like us to explore in future episodes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay updated on our upcoming Disney tales. Until next time, keep the magic alive, and always remember, dreams really do come true. Thanks for tuning in to our Happiest Place podcast, where the magic never ends. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to our Happiest Place podcast. We're excited to offer free travel agent services for your dream vacation. Imagine skipping the stress and saving time of planning and booking your vacation. That's where we step in. We'll handle the details, booking accommodations, reserving tickets, and setting up special dining experiences completely hassle-free for you. Picture this, you, your family, and the wonderful experiences without the planning headaches. Dive into the magic worry-free. With our expertise, you'll get insider tips, exclusive offers, and personalized guidance to make your vacation unforgettable. Sit back, relax, and let us do the work while you focus on creating treasured memories with your loved ones. Reach out today, and together, we'll start your magical journey. Again, thank you for tuning into our Happiest Place podcast and letting us be your guides while you make memories that'll last a lifetime. We offer travel agent services for Disney Parks, Universal Studios, most major cruise lines, and more. Details are located in the description below.